Hi, good morning. I'm Jerry Hawking, uh, key account manager at caterer.com and one of the Glasgow offices. Um, I'm today chatting with Claire Johnson, who is head of people at Man of You Hotels and Leisure Group. Um, we're going to talk about how they have been responding to lockdown and some of the things that they've been doing to keep up with their staff. Um, but Claire, uh, good morning. Morning, Jerry. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, so, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and Manorview. So, um, I've been, I'm actually quite new with Manorview. I joined the team in November. Um, for myself, I've been, uh, I've been in hospitality for a number of years and <laughs> working, uh, working in Scottish hospitality for around about the last 10 or 11 years. Um, and it's, it's a passion of mine. I've, I've worked abroad as well. I've been, uh, been very lucky over the years to, to work in a variety of different hospitality positions, um, operationally as well as, as the HR side of things. Um, and kind of realised probably about five to five to ten, well five to seven years ago that the HR and the people element um, was where I thrived and, and what I enjoyed the most, and, and that's where I then concentrated my efforts. So, joined Man of View, uh, as I say, in November, and really excited to be to be part of a team that um, are on a, a big journey culturally and, and people-wise as well. Yeah, well, I obviously I've worked with you uh, in your previous role um, in another business. Um, when I seen that you were moving to Man of View, I seen it a perfect fit, as I know that Man of View are very focused on the people. Uh, as a, one of the, the largest independents in Scotland. Um, so tell us a little bit about Man of You. So, uh, we are, as you say, a hotels and leisure group. Um, we've a selection of nine different venues across um, mostly the west side um, of the, sort of the central belt. So, uh, we've got three nightclubs, we've got a couple of pubs, um, and then we've also got the hotels. Um, and we've got a spa in one of our hotels as well. So we're a real eclectic mix of a lot of different things. Um, Man of You is a family born business. It started off by Steve Graham. Um, and, you know, it, it retains that family essence to this day as well. We're, we're now a 500 strong team, um, but we're a 500 strong family. And, and that's what what drives us through. So we are everything. We do an awful lot of weddings. We have a huge wedding space with a big corporate base as well. We also then, obviously, with the nightclubs and the pubs side of things, you know, we have a real local community connection to uh, to the locals that come through the business and, and that as well. So it's a it's a very diverse side of things. It's a very diverse workforce as well. Um, and you know, we're always looking to to start to try and really be one of the employers out there that that are really known for offering a phenomenal uh, employee journey and team journey as well as a guest journey. Okay. I mean, I know some of your venues well, uh, having drank in them, uh, you know, both locally and in where I used to live, um, and some fantastic properties. Uh, and obviously, dealing with so many different types of customer base, you know, from yeah. the weddings, the corporate, the locals, um, the, the COVID-19 crisis will have impacted your business possibly in more ways than, than others. Um, how, have, how has that been dealt with by the business? What did Man of You do? So we started having pretty fast-paced, serious conversations. Um, I would probably say around the, the sort of the second week of March, um, and the decision was made. We we wanted to get ahead of the curve a little bit, and the decision was made on the 18th of March to suspend trading for ourselves across all of our venues. Um, the reason we did that was because the, at that point, if we can all 
sort of think back to that stage, and it seems a very long time ago now, and it's not, um, there was an awful lot of unsure information coming out. What's it going to look like? What's going to happen? A lot of other countries worldwide, many were starting to lock down, death rates were, were climbing and so on. So, you know, our team quite naturally, um, as ourselves, had a, a huge amount of questions as to what was going to happen with our business. So we took the call uh, probably just shy of a week um, before the official lockdown came in um, to, to close the businesses down. It was, I think it was the best choice we could have made at that point. Um, certainly, we wouldn't do it any differently if we had our opportunity again. We had chance to speak to our team face to face. We had chance to get ahead of the curve with regards to our guests and speak to our guests and, and particularly our brides and grooms. Obviously, it's a, a hugely traumatic time for, for a lot of people, but specifically, you know, when you've got all of your heart and your passion lying in a, an upcoming wedding. Um, some of our team members are, are those brides and grooms as well. So, you know, we, we wanted to speak to them and, and that was our priority, guests and our team. Then we wanted to get further afield and, and start to look at what we could do in order to be able to, to help. Um, and we very quickly turned around from being a, a guest focused business to, to then taking in a, NHS workers. Um, you know, it was important to, to us at all levels that we could help where we could um, so we did, got involved in a lot of community initiatives, um, a lot of obviously, as every hotelier knows, you've got spare stock sitting there that, that is just going to go to waste. So food banks, local community projects, care homes, all those sorts of places that we could take food and, and you know, vital resources and supplies to, we did. Um, we also made up a lot of meals as well in, in some, I know, in Ishmore, in, in Coatbridge was one of them and they sent out hundreds of meals to the local community and then we also started putting out um feelers to the nhs workers who as we know are, are the rock stars of the moment um you know but we wanted to know how we could help them so uh, over the last few weeks we've had up to four of our hotels nearly full um and we've taken over two thousand room bookings as well wow. um mostly for about a two-week period of course all free of charge um and and just helping these guys get through this very difficult time for themselves personally, you know, coming off the back of shifts. Some of the stories that we've heard have been phenomenal um, and it's really touched home with our team as to how they've been able to help. And have you had many staff working at the hotels to assist with this? Yeah, so we've done it a couple of different ways. Um, we we've, we've still have a, a very skeleton team um, in, obviously, to, to have somebody on site um, in some of our venues from a security point of view more than anything, um, but in the venues that have had NHS workers in, just somebody there to to ensure that we, we've set up sort of stations so that they can help themselves to fresh towels and they can help themselves to teas and coffees and that sort of thing. So we've had somebody there restocking, you know, that and, and just being somebody to, to welcome them back to, to their accommodation, to their home, which it has been for the last, yeah. you know, some people have been there weeks upon weeks. Um, We've also, though, as well, even though the majority of our team have been furloughed, we put it out as a voluntary basis. And, and many, many of our teams stepped up and, and have stepped in as volunteers um, to, to go and be in the venues and, and speak to people and, and be, you know, somebody answering phone calls if there's guests ringing in with questions. Um, we've also set up online um, an online chat as well, which is something new for us that was set up as part of this. Um, and some of those volunteers are, are sat at home, um, you know, monitoring that online chat as well. And again, that's for, for guests, for brides, for grooms, for anybody that's got any questions. Um, and it's funny because actually over the last couple of days, we've actually had 
messages from people who are not wanting to ask questions, who are not wanting to inquire about room bookings, but are just wanting to say, we think you guys are doing a great job. We've heard about what you're doing and we just want to say thanks, well done. And that then communicated back to the team is is a phenomenal thing to see, to see that people are actually taking the time to send those messages in as well. It's been brilliant. I think from from a hospitality point of view, you know, people who work in the sector, we know that they, they work in it because they have a passion. Yeah. Not being able to do what they're great at, yeah. uh, this giving them an opportunity to still be involved, but also see that they're part of a business who who cares uh, yeah. and does something. Now, the, we know that the majority of hospitality staff across the UK have been furloughed. Now, you furloughed your staff before it, furlough was a thing, before we knew. Uh, what, what that was going to look like, but uh, it, it's a massive challenge for, for these people who are used to working so long, long hours, nights, weekends, often away from their family. This is different. How do you engage with your staff now? So we've always used um, uh, Yapster as our internal sort of um, messaging system, um, and, and that has really come into its own. Our engagement where you know when a business was starting to sort of disperse as it were you know people were going off to their homes and things you kind of didn't expect social media because it is a you know it's a communication board to increase and our increase was just under 20 percent increase in engagement on on yapster um which is phenomenal you know and that really said to us that one our team want to keep in touch with us you know, our guys want to talk to us. They want to know what's going on. Um, and two, it also then made us think that, you know, we need to we need to keep this going from sort of a communications point of view, but also just from a little bit of fun and, and you know, positive mental engagement as well. Yeah. So we're doing a lot of different things. Um, currently, today's discussion is childhood sweets. Um, so what's your childhood sweets? Uh, we've done crisps, ice creams, and we've also done... Um, what else we've done? Chris, I assume we've done home baking. Uh, we've done all those sorts of things. Some of our guys that we've got one chap, uh, Ross, who is currently looking after Cornhill Castle for us. Um, and he sends us some phenomenal pictures from right up on the top of the flag tower and, you know, little things like that. We, uh, the guys that are in our venues, Morrison's and co-op, the local businesses have been donating by the hordes loads of stuff for the NHS workers that are staying with us. Um, and every time we get donations, those pictures are getting put up onto the newsfeed as well. And it's just brilliant to see that sort of thing happening. Um, people are getting involved with sort of doing, um, showing what they're doing around their homes, you know. So even though I don't have a to-do list at the moment, this is my home to-do list and this is what I've done, um, you know, and things like clapping for the carers on a, on a Thursday night, as we yeah. all do, um, and all these sorts of bits. So the communication has increased the style of communication has become a little bit different um you know that there's there is still that sort of worky element to it i guess in that we're talking about man of view and talking about our venues but yeah. we're talking about just what people are getting up, up to on day-to-day -day sides of things um we all get together on a friday night at five o'clock uh, we have our Man of View TV, live TV, um, and we get as many people onto connecting in on Zoom, but we also put it live onto YouTube and that as well. So uh, we've been getting a really good response rate on that. And that's just about um, people are allowed to sort of submit questions through the week, to get all your questions answered. But last week we had a quiz. Week before we had a bake-off. 
which was interesting with the flower shortage that there currently was. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, yeah, the, the communication and staying in touch with people. There are people who haven't been in, in touch as much. Um, and I guess that's where we all as as leaders in the business, you know, kind of want to ensure we can keep in touch with them. And that's where the difficulty lies. But I know that all of our GMs have been staying in touch with their own teams, whether that is through Yapster or picking the phone up or, yeah. you know, through WhatsApp group, Facebook, whatever has, has been going on. But um, there's certainly a lot of communication happening. And that's really important. Um, but it's also about giving people things to do so we've been we have um, an employee assistance program through hospitality health hospitality action um, so they've obviously been sending out an awful lot of interesting articles and um, tips of things to do to keep mentally healthy so we're making sure that that's communicated through our guys have all got um, access to the the team portal through that we've also uh, we use flow as online training so we've uploaded a whole new lot of modules to everybody's account they can choose to do them or not do them it's entirely up to themselves but there's been all sorts of a lot of other things as well i know the british sign language academy have done free sign language courses so we've been putting those links up there's been uh, some of the uni open universities have done things so if people are wanting to develop themselves better themselves take the time to do that then we've been giving them that opportunity as well um, and I know there's there's been a lot of different things happening with obviously there's hundreds of webinars and all sorts of things happening on this on the the virtual world that yeah. we live in I think you know, massively important to, to keep in touch with staff and it sounds like you've you've got plenty that they can keep their their minds uh, occupied uh, what we are seeing through all of this is technology has stepped up um, I think we, we're all now much more used to video calls it's, it's just something we do um, zoom calls and, and various others you know for teams um, for quizzes for catch-ups just somewhere to gripe um, but also I, I think people in the, in the sector need that that link and it's yeah. good that we've got it and it's great that businesses are making better use of, of those facilities and you know, whilst it might as a business moves on and the, the sector changes we may feel that technology becomes a bigger part of, of, of how uh, things work yeah. in the future. Now um, moving with regards to the, where we are right now in the pandemic of course Scotland's dealing with things slightly differently to the, the UK government yeah. um, but what do you see as the key focuses for the sector now? I think first of all, the key focus is to to get back in and, and get our teams back and 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 have some face to face time with them. Um, I think the key set key things as well is obviously how is this going to work going forward? You know, do we need to take some tables out of restaurants? Do we need to somehow socially distance spaces on a bar? You know, how will it work with regards to rooms? And there's an awful awful lot of questions as there is in every industry at the moment. Um, and so, you know, I guess we're all sort of trying to put a pin in a map and say this is what it's going to look like. But in reality, I don't think any of us really know what, what it will actually look like. Um, for us, it's about the right here and now, I think. We are at the moment taking some time to, I guess, put a little bit of a stop in, in the process and sort of say, right, this is an opportunity to look at how we currently do things and improve on them change them make them the best they can ever be 
or just slightly round the edges off on things, whatever it is, this is an opportunity to take some time to, to look at all the bits and pieces. We're never going to have, and we have never had before, this sabbatical sort of moment where we have that time as hospitality people, as you said, we're constantly juggling 20 balls in the air at once. And we always have those little jobs in the back of our minds that we think if I had the time to sit down and really look at this, I know we could do it. Well, you know, we now is that time and we need to do that. So for us right now, we're looking at everything. We're looking at um, what the reopening looks like and, you know, what stages are involved in that. And even though we don't have a time scale on that, we're sort of saying, OK, well, you know, three weeks before we need to be looking at this, two weeks before we need to. Be, and we've got that sort of process we're looking at at the moment and putting in place. But then we also are thinking, OK, well, once we are all back open and, and moving forward in, in some sort of direction, what can we do to to really have you know made this time count, I guess, um, you know, and looking at training, looking at developing, looking at the way that we recruit people, looking at the way that we operate, um, you know, looking at cost saving, of course, all these sorts of things. So um, I think the keys for the industry is one is to keep contact with everybody. You know, I've heard some phenomenal conversations happening across different groups, different businesses, different individuals. And I think that connection is really important because we are going to need to share best practice and share ideas. And this is what we've done and what are you doing and, and that sort of thing. There's a, you know, there's a yeah. couple of really great Facebook groups come out of this for Scottish hotels and that sort of thing. Um, so that's I would say that's one key thing is keep the communications open across all channels. Um, Nobody's in competition with anybody anymore. Um, right now, you know, that competition will come back, I'm sure. Um, but right now, the only competition we're in is, is us against COVID-19. And, and we need to be able to, to reopen as an as a industry, as a Scottish hospitality industry and move forward. Um, but then in time, we also need to make sure that we made the time count. You know, my father-in-law said, he said, don't get to the end of this time and think I should have done you know, make sure that we have done because we're never going to have this time again, hopefully. Yeah. I think that that's really important. And you're right that some of the, the talks, some of the webinars that are out there, uh, businesses do need to talk to each other because we are all in it yeah. together. Um, yeah. we're, we're, we, we punctuate our, our daily life with hospitality, whether that be a coffee in the morning or meeting a friend for, for a glass of wine after work, going out shopping with friends and going for some lunch. We want that back. And yeah. there's so many venues out there that, that in days gone by were the competition. Yeah, that's but it. Exactly. They need to be... that doesn't exist now. You know, no. we're, we're all in it together. So, so let's uh, let's help each other out. And I think that the more that businesses communicate through this, the easier that process will be for yeah. life to get back to some kind of normal. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, and I suppose that the last thing now you. You touched on it earlier that you don't think you would have done anything differently. Um, what positive learnings has man of you taken out of this this period so far? I think how dedicated our team are, um, and you know, we were when we the news was first put out, and as I say, we we made that decision right back in the middle of March. And at that point, we were all prepared and, you know, and it was put out to, you've seen it probably in the newspapers and things that we were taking this 50% um, that we were going to take across the whole yep. group. And the positive messages that came back 
through internally and externally from our own team and from other teams as well was phenomenal. You know, it was brilliant to to read those, to see those as well. Um, you know, so I think a learning from that is that don't ever be afraid to be ahead of the curve. Don't ever be afraid to stand out and be counted and be a little bit different. But the biggest learning for us now, and not so much a learning, I guess, but a realization is how much we do put our team first. You know, there's a lot of big companies out there at the moment without you know naming names that are putting some major big redundancies in, some big cuts, some big flashes across the board, some big pleas for help. And yes, we're not a humongous company. We're a good sized company with 500 team on, but our team will always be the focus of what the decisions are that we made. And our guests will always be the focus of the decisions that we've made. And if we keep those two things at the top of our, whatever decision we make, we have to hold ourselves responsible for our values. You know, whatever decision it is, is that one, having our team's interest at heart? And is that two, having our guests' interest at heart? And if we stand by that, I don't think we can ever go wrong, um, you know, and that has been a, a revelation in in reinstalling that in us. That's how we've always worked, certainly from when I, you know, all right, I've not been with the company a long time, but certainly from what I knew of Manaview before as well. And since joining in November, that has always been the, the, you know, the core of what the decisions are. But now seeing it in practice and us realizing how good that is with the team and how much the team are thankful for that and how much our guests are as well. You know, I would love to see some, all these brides and grooms that are coming back. And the fact we're still booking weddings for two or three years down the line, virtually. Just, our guys are doing virtual show rounds and booking weddings, really? you know, and that's brilliant. Um, and, you know, to see that happening and to see that business is still coming in does put a smile on your face. And, you know, that that's our learning. Guests, team, nothing else matters. I, I don't think I can add to that. <laughs> you know, it, it's it, it's it's what the hospitality industry is all about. Yeah, of course and, it is. And, and I think, man of you, uh, I said I, I know the group, you know, from their venues. I, I see the media, uh, things that are shared. So I, I get that everything you've said there is is what I've known of man of you, yeah. uh, and, it, and it's good that both your staff and customers and not even customers are seeing that and you know, taking that on board and i'm sure yeah. that will come back in the future um well listen claire i'll wrap up just now so thank you very much for taking the time this morning uh, great to catch up and some some great points raised um and so look out for uh, future caterer.com catch-ups on our social feeds look forward to it thanks for your time jerry take care cheers bye bye, cheers. bye.